back to the pod closet. I am your co-host, Ryan Phillips, joined as always by the moist maker and my turkey leftover sandwich, Andrew Tuck. That was, that was a friend's reference for those that, that didn't pick up on it. Um, gross word, but thanks for starting the podcast off hot there, buddy. Oh, you took it as a compliment. Oh, yeah. That's a, I, I mean, a, a I'm basically third. saying you're the human embodiment of gravy-soaked bread. But yeah, if you want to think that that's a I'm, positive thing, sure, that's all you. I'm Way to third. turn that into a W. <laughs> I'm the third piece of bread in a sandwich. I just turned that regular sandwich into um, a rich man's clubhouse sandwich. Yeah, there you go. A rich man's clubhouse. Do you, would you consider a, a clubhouse without the middle layer a clubhouse? No, it's just a BLT with cheese, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, clubhouse yeah. has to have the middle layer. Yeah, that's what makes it a rich man's sandwich is the middle bread. So oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I'm, you said rich man's clubhouse, which made me believe that mm, you thought there was a poor man's clubhouse. No, I think that's just a BLT, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, basically. Yeah. Anyways, no, welcome back to you, Sandwich Talk. You probably talk, you talking probably, about sandwiches. You probably misheard me because I don't have my my, my beautiful podcast voice tonight. Yeah, right? I got to tell you, man, uh, you I'm, sound like absolute <laughs> hot trash. I am fighting a uh, fighting a cold here, and uh, I'm doing okay. Don't worry, I'll, I'll pull. Sounds like you. the cold's winning. Thank you, but uh, yeah, I think the only value I bring to the podcast is my deep, beautiful voice, and now I just got that. Here's another friend's reference for you. This is two in the first five minutes. I got that Phoebe cold voice, right? Smelly cat, smelly cat. I didn't really, I'm not a big friends yeah, guy. I'm not a friends guy either. I'm a big we sandwich are, guy, you know which is why are? I made the reference. You know what we are? We're Tuck and Rolls. We're a movie slash pop culture podcast by a guy that likes movies. That's me and a movie guy. That's you. Oh man. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, it's my Jordan flu game today for all you sports fans out there. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that too. You beat me to it. <laughs> what's uh, what's going on right did you watch anything this week i did before we get into it you know what? let's bring in our special guest because we like talking to him <laughs> yeah he's back again is this a three-peat i think this is a three-peat because he's got a bonus he's got a four-peat, bonus three-peat. the bonus doesn't count non-canonical okay. farmer no. needs a wife is not no, in canon not, not canon it's <laughs> okay, post credits yeah, this is his three-peat i think we we had him on for our halloween spooktacular we had him on for um die hard two Die Hard 2. And Where yeah, we see John McClane murder John McClane murder a man with an icicle. Lest we forget. Is, um, we'd like to welcome back to the podcast friend, longtime friend, longtime listener, Matthew Mosley. What's going on, buddy? Hey guys, what's going on? Uh Matthew. Ooh. I'm just enjoying a hard Matthew. seltzer because I've been listening to so much tuck and rolls and hearing about these lovely white claws. I just had to had to give them a go, and it seems like a good day for it out. Um, so I cracked I'm one. I'm also and now, drinking and a hard seltzer. Well, I'll be damned. I'm drinking this Vizzy pineapple mango. This is a fun, refreshing, cold drink. What do you got? You got a Topo Chico? I got a Topo Chico. I've never Chico. had a Topo Chico. I don't think we have those in Canada. It's, I don't think you do. Really and it's also a pineapple twist as well. So oh. great minds drink alike, I believe is the I, saying. I got a, guess what I got, guys? Can I, can I try <laughs> in on this fun little, can I try my Oh my God, I'm trembling with anticipation. <laughs> I have a Dos Locos seltzer, orange, mango, wow. and Deza Holy Ananas. Shit. We did it. How pineapples. did this happen? This can awesome. I tell you guys something kind of embarrassing? What? I used to think I didn't like pineapple. I went for like 10 years of my adult life being like, yeah, I don't like pineapple. What? I don't know. And then I ate pineapple and I was like, yo, pineapple rules. Where yes. did I get in my head that I didn't like pineapple? Have you guys ever had ask. that? Like when you were a kid, you had something and you thought you didn't like it and you just stopped eating it? I'm not a picky eater. I usually eat most things, but for, for a long time, I was like, I don't like pineapple. And then I ate it and I was like, no, I'm stupid. I um I had that with beans, like pork and beans. I never liked the texture as a kid. And now I just love beans. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a good baked bean? I also didn't like the fact that they made me tootie. This is how sensitive I was as a child. I don't know if we can blame the beans on that. It no, might just can. be a whole lifestyle situation. I did, I did have a moment like this actually today though, Ryan, because um, I went to Sing 2 in the theaters. Uh, oh, the cartoon film, Sing 2. The cartoon two. film, yeah. I like okay. it. The kids wanted to go. They love Sing 1. It's very good. Matthew McConaughey. Featuring the voice talent of Taron Edgerton. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, and, I know, um, thanks. He, Sing 2 is awesome. It's very well done. Very good follow-up. Not good, not a... Uh, not too sequely and it had its own new story and introduced some new characters and um, it introduced a lot of new music and a lot of the songs because Bono plays one of the characters in it so there's a lot of U2 music in it. Bono? He's an actor? No, um, he was in a band. I can't remember. Anyway, Hmm. he was in um, U2. Forgetful, hey? Me too. (laughs) 
<laughs> ah, you beat me to it. I was trying to make it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm dumb. Continue. So, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, I've never liked you too. Since they jammed that album on our iPhones, I've not, a, I've not been a big U2 guy. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't want to listen to them. But then I'm listening to a couple of their songs, which most of the songs in Sync 2 are from the album Joshua Tree, which I guess if you want to give them a pass, Joshua Tree is a pretty good album. But yeah, I had one of these, I hate you too. Well, maybe I like you too, right? Just like you All hated right. pineapple, but Fair maybe enough. you like pineapple. Now, what were the, uh, you went to a movie, a matinee afternoon show with the boys? That was a five o'clock pre-screening. It doesn't come out for another week or something like Man, that. Man, you're getting all these early access. I know. Uh, what were the dad mode levels? One uh, to ten, you rocking like an eight? Dad mode? You get a little sleepy? Quick, oh, quick no. nap? I was, uh, I was good. I had a... I watched uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the night before, and I was oh, God. full dad mode. What a yeah. shit show. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. No. Hey, well, better. speaking of things, I did also watch some things. Maddie, I don't know if you watched some things. I've been watching, and I want to get this off the, off the bat uh, right away, because I think this is maybe the best TV show I've ever seen. The show is perfect, and I love it so much. It is a British television show called Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yes. Have you guys heard of this, Matt? No. Yes. yes. I have not. I have not. Okay. So it's 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 first of all the best part about it is like the dry British humor. Like it's super British. You got to be into it. But essentially, they bring on five you know comedians, on air personalities, talents. You know, they're generally kind of funny people. And it's a reality show in which basically they go to the little Taskmaster house and they get their task. It's a little note. They open it up. It says something. Accomplish the task. And then they, you know, film it and they show it back at a live audience and they they do some quips. Now, the tasks can be anything. Like, my favorite example when I've been telling people about this show this last couple of weeks is, like, when they sit down, they open it up, it says, sit on a cake, fastest wins. And that's it. Anything else, like, you ask uh, Alex Horn, the the guy there, that, you, you know, like, well, where do I get a cake or what do I do? And they're like... All the information's on the card. That's it. And so, like, the comedians, the the contestants have, like, a lot of leeway. So, sometimes they take it very literally. Like, one lady went downstairs to the kitchen, baked a cake, hour later sat on it. But then, you know, one guy tried to make a cake out of construction paper and make it look like a cake. and So, if it doesn't say on the card, you can't do it, it's not against the rules. So a lot of times they're going uh. way off the fucking walls with it or getting crazy with it or, or, or trying to bend it. And then they go back to the audience and the taskmasters deciding whether to give them points or not. And it's like a bit of an argument. And there's this very like passive aggressive British animosity sometimes. It is so fucking perfect. I love it. I'm in tears every episode. It's amazing. And all of it on YouTube, every episode. Fucking oh, amazing. I was just going to ask, where can I check this out? Oh, yeah. I yeah, Everybody... Wonderful. If you think I'm funny, which I disagree with you strongly, but if you listen to this show and you laugh at some of the stuff I do, I really recommend that you go watch this show. It's great. Yeah, check it out. There's, there's 12, 12 seasons of it. Yeah. And the Taskmasters themselves, or the, the host, uh, is it Craig Davies, the British comedian? Um, yeah. He's hilarious in his own right, and he's had a few fantastic hits on the BBC um, as well. So if you enjoy that, check out some of his other stuff, because... He can uh, he can have you rolling in the aisles pretty quickly. Yeah, it's really good stuff, Tuck. I think you would like it because I think you would, knowing you, Tuck, you would immediately start trying to figure out how to do the task like yeah. the direct technical way, and then one of them is going to kind of go around the back of it and it's going to piss you off because you're going to be no. like, I got it, you got to do this. This is how you do it, and then they're going to do something. You're just going to be like, fuck. <laughs> I I can appreciate a a backdoor solution. I guess. It, well, yeah, that it's great. Sound great, but I love it. <laughs> Uh, well, you saw Space Jam: New Legacy, and I, I described it as a shit show. What what, were, what was your opinion? Um, it was just a big. Let's talk about how great LeBron Fest is. I I do. I appreciated some of the quips. I appreciated some of the jokes about LeBron leaving a bunch of teams. Um, it's a little bit. I think the first the first one was just so good. Like I I don't know if this one needed to happen. I think he tried to capture something, and it wasn't even cash grab. It's not even in space. Like it's in the server verse, which is like, okay, this is internet, space internet, jam. the new space. If it's fun, in internet, the, anyway. the final frontier. All in all, kids liked it. Um, yeah, kids are dumb though. So. so it was, it was fine. It has some, I really don't good mean characters. your kids, like every kid, I, all kids. Had some really good references. 
So yeah, I I'm not gonna if I'm I love going a kids with, movie with the gentleman from the Clockwork Orange movies just standing in the back. That's oh yeah, always like normal. Penguins there. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers weird. Definitely went like, hey, let's just throw all of our characters in the background and not really reference them. Just people see them and go, hey, I know that guy. I know yeah. that. Hey, I've seen that. Which I did a couple of times. That movie was was <laughs> entirely producer notes. That was a movie made entirely from producer notes. And and how to sell toys. But, yeah, yeah. So I'm comparing a good good kids movie and Sing Two. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen Sing Two, which you haven't because it's not out, because I got I bought pre pre tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, go huge, go to Sing Two. Huge flex. And then if you want, wait till Space Jam's on Disney Plus, and then throw it on and fall asleep to it later. That's what I would do. <laughs> that's what, that's uh, what speaking I did. of taking producer notes, I I saw on Twitter today an excerpt from an interview with Mel Brooks. You know, famous filmmaker Mel Brooks, and somebody's asking him about um, a couple of his movies, like The Producers and Blazing Saddles. And they were like, you know, famously, you didn't like to take a lot of producers' notes and you, uh, um, you know, studio notes, and you got out of it a lot of the time. Like, how did you do it? And he just said, oh, just say yes to all of them. So, like, I, he said, <laughs> I had, you know, this guy, Jimmy Johns or whatever, come up and tell me on the set of the producers, I don't like this guy with the crazy hair. I think his hair is crazy. I want him gone. He he was telling Mel Brooks to fire Gene Wilder. And Mel Brooks just said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. And then just didn't do it. And, of course, these fucking studio execs, like, forget or don't circle back or whatever. So, he, Mel Brooks' advice is just tell them yes on every note and then just don't do it. <laughs> like, hell yes. I love that. That's awesome. Um, Blazing Saddles, yeah. There's the whole can of worms we don't need to kick over. I remember my dad watching, showing me that movie when I was way too young, as as is as is common trend, trend. But yeah, um, so I watched that. I did watch some adult stuff too. Uh, nope, not that. Like adult, <laughs> yep. above PG, above G. I was <laughs> listening to a podcast with Charlotte this week, and they were talking about watching um scrambled uh scrambled channels like uh i can't remember what channel they called it a specific name of a channel is clearly yes that was what it was thank you (laughs) and they're talking about it and she was like did you watch like scrambled and i was like we didn't really have scrambled i would stay up late on friday nights to watch city tv past 11 you better believe yeah you got rap city then you got electric circus then hey oh it's red shoe diaries yeah yep that was a showcase number i believe red shoe diaries it was yeah followed by kink or whatever yeah, I stayed up really late, but um, <laughs> you never watched that one? <laughs> never went that far? All right. Okay. Um, I watched um, The Curse of Von Dutch. You seen like this? the hat? You about the, this? the hat? Yeah, I finished, I finished, it, finished it last night, actually. It's kind yeah. of, I've never even once, heard of this. once I mean, you start it, it just keeps rolling. You can't, you can't not finish it. It's, oh, it's three episodes. It's, um, it's about the Von Dutch company. It's about Von Dutch, who is an actual person. It's a very interesting, like, you know how you is watch Is this Lula the first Rich? name, last name thing? Is his first name Vaughn? Or is no, Vaughn Dutch was, like a last name? No, he was an artist name. named Kristen Thompson or something, but his, he went by Vaughn Dutch. He was actually a pinstriper on Hot Rods. That was his big thing. Like he, I don't know what that means. Like the like the flames and stuff, the designs that you see on the side of old cars. Like the... So he painted cars? Yeah, like he detailed cars. He detailed okay. Hot Rods and stuff like that. And then he also did art and he was a bit of a weirdo not weirdo he was a bit of a different cat kind of like did a little bit of a little bit of dally a little bit of van gogh a little bit of whatever like just weird weird paintings okay took a bunch of pictures of him with like a third eye and but he had these signature things like he had this eyeball with flames on it and that was one of von dutch's the clothing line that was one of their signature images so it's the story of how that name got taken from essentially his signature to the most popular brand in the world and then back down again. And like talks to everybody who was along the way on creating it. There is murder. There is cocaine. There is a lot of like backstabbing and, and screwing people who don't seek legal advice out of, out of, you didn't need to uh, tell anybody that a documentary about a company, (laughs) the Von Dutch hack company was going to have cocaine. That's a given. Have you seen that fucking clothing? Yeah. Of course there's cocaine involved. Well, so Christian Andre, the one of the guys that he started at Hardy, he was a big part of Von Dutch. So that yeah, that seems like the the, anyway. the f- those the people that buy those that seems like a Venn diagram. That's his circle. Yeah, it explains a, a lot. It's on Amazon Prime. It's three episodes. I I would give it a watch. It honestly was very very good. Tuck, can I, I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever owned a pair of True Religion jeans? No, 
I have not. I did buy some like kind of cross stitch jeans off Amazon once. They weren't like cross stitch. They had a little bit of a design on the bum. And the first day I wore them, the pockets fell out. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like they, I went to put some in my pocket and both pockets just like ripped off. I was like, oh, this is high quality workmanship. Yeah. So I threw the pockets out and actually one of, I was, this was when I was working in GP. One of the ladies went into the garbage, which was not um, full. It was just like my office garbage. So there's nothing in it. She took the pockets out and actually stitched them on a pair of towels and embroidered them Jen and Tuck and gave them to me for my wedding. So it was a very fun That's inside. That's very specific gift. Wow. I know. It was a very funny inside joke gift about wow. the jeans and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> they're nice towels. They're hanging up in my bathroom. She There's going to be an okay. Amazon documentary about it one day. Yeah. We'll uh, where, can two, we watch this, uh, where can we watch this Fondage documentary? Amazon Prime. Okay. Amazon Prime. But they're I, coming out with I, some I, heaters lately. They had the Farmer Bro doc. They had the LuLaRoe doc. Farmer Bro. Oh, yeah. Farmer Bro. I watched that too. Um, I think you fucking recommended that. Yeah, I think Amazon. I think Amazon's reading the algorithm here. I also started Wheel of Time. You started Yeah, so you told I. me you were so going to get I. into it. Yeah. And I, thoughts? Uh, I like it so Am far. I going to like it? Should I get into it? I'm only one episode in. So I don't know. Mosley, how far are you in? Uh, I'll watch the fourth episode after this recording. Um, I'm going to like it. How did you feel about what? Game of Thrones? I mean, some of it was good, and then there was parts of it that were less good. Yeah, so that's. Um, I think it's it's being marketed as an heir apparent kind of thing. But it's um, a lot or, more magical, right? Yeah, or at least a stopgap between this and the the Lord of the Rings production that's coming out down the road. Oh yeah, um, it's they had to stop and print more money to keep making that. Yeah, the whole world is chipping in. Yeah. Um, it's it's good. It starts off a little more YA, a little more young adult than Game of Thrones would. I would say. Um, and there's a lot that happens in the first couple episodes. Is it one of those things where there's going to be like in two episodes, I'm going to supposed to remember like 42 character names that are all absolutely batshit? No. No? No. Okay. It, no, it's more straight down the middle. Okay. Because you guys know that, that problem is, I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. In those fantasy, those sprawling fantasy adventures, it happens quite a bit. But this one- is this- is this Jorgon? No, that's Jagon. Oh, I thought this was... No, this is Jagoff. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, I got it now. And his cousin Jerkoff. Jerkoff. Nope. Turns out they're all related. <laughs> yeah, uh, I might take that for a spin. I don't know. Uh, it, you were telling me it's good, and I do like... I'm not opposed to like fantasy and whatever, So, but um, I just didn't know anything about it. So so it's based... It's before The Lord of the Rings, because it's not the heir apparent. Like, this stuff was written way before Tolkien's... Or uh, George R. R. Martin's stuff. I think. Yeah, you make you mix that one up a little bit. Tolkien was before Robert no, Jordan. Was, that's why that's why I said I corrected myself. I yeah, myself. you got you got there in the end. Robert Jordan, it's it's based on like a it's like a twelve book series. Yeah. It's it's a it's a big one. A lot um, of source so, material there. Yeah, not how sure not sure they're gonna tackle everything, but it seems like a pretty condensed version and kind of a straight down the middle shot at it. Rosamund Pike. She she rips the, in it. She is she, one she's really good. Guys. I like her a lot. Yeah, I mixed feelings about her, but she's she's better than um, who's the soft elf in in Lord of the Rings? Mm, Liv Tyler? No, the one that like goes evil, and the ones like she goes like dark. Kate Blanchett. And, You're thinking yeah. of the Gladriel, and that was funny that you bring that up because during the first she's little bit of the Wheel of Time, it's that Rosamund Pike kind of voiceover. And it yeah. almost just it's parallels like, the opening scenes to the Lord of the Rings where Gladriel's kind of doing that voiceover, kind of setting up some of the world. They have similar voices, yes. Yep. Hope you guys know you sound like huge fucking dorks right now. I watched two hope more you things. Got, hope you know we don't give a shit. <laughs> and one of them, one of them is a huge crispy gem. Absolutely loved it. 100% right. recommend. And one of them is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So you tell me what you want to hear about. I, okay, why don't you tell us about both of them in a neutral... Just give us the title of both of them, and we'll guess which one you think is the worst. Oh, okay. Well, I watched a movie called The Kid Detective, and I watched M. Night Shyamalan's Old. Okay, I'm going to guess I'm gonna guess The Kid Detective is actually a crispy jam. You're, yeah, you that. better believe it. And you hate Old. <laughs> it, is, it is so bad. Like, I went into it knowing, like, I know this is bad. I saw Twitter dunking on it when it came out. I expected it to be pretty bad. But, like, not like, 
like M Night's movies are usually kind of if they, they either hit or miss because he takes such weird swings, and they're usually bad in ways of like this doesn't work or this doesn't really make sense or this didn't land. But this is like bad in terms of like this is these are the angles you're going with, and this is the dialogue <laughs> and the delivery of some of the lines. Literally was like, I am a nurse. I see this sometimes in the emergency rooms. I'm not kidding. That is like the quality of the delivery of some of the lines in this movie. It is it's fucking terrible. Pascal Blaine, uh, when he watched this from Zim and the Rocket, when he watched this, he, he messaged me the same thing. He said this was just absolutely garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Just tremendous. Like uh, weird, but didn't do nearly enough fun stuff with how weird it could be. There was like one or two things where I was like, there you go. This should have been like this, but like, ugh, I cannot recommend. Like, I've seen bad movies that I recommend for fun. Don't watch this. Don't do it. Well, now I want to watch it. What does that say about me? Um, <laughs> you're, you're a masochist? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm going to prove right and wrong. I'm going to find something I like about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the good movie, The Kid Detective, you can watch on uh, Amazon, oh, fuck, Amazon Prime or Crave. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. F- figure it out yourself. You have the internet. It stars Adam Brody, Seth Cohen himself, and oh. he is a successful kid detective in his town, and then he grows up still trying to be an adult man that's a detective, <laughs> and essentially it's a film noir, but he's a kid detective that is an adult and seems like he's depressed, and I gotta tell you, this movie was perfect. I loved it. I Matt, I think you would really like where, it. Where, where can I watch it? I thought on it Crave. Would- Crave on is Crave? Crave? Yeah, there you go. Thank okay, you for so, yeah, that I'll, quick fact I think check. that'll be on... Uh, if, it fucking whipped ass. And that was a shout out to um, listener Jason. That was a, a crispy jam recommended by him, and I absolutely loved it. I'm in. I'm on board. I'll watch it this week and maybe leave you guys a, a voicemail. About uh, voicemails don't work right now. Call back later. <laughs> We're going to work on <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah. I heard that last week. Yeah, don't worry about technical it. Don't, don't bring it up, so- Matt. <laughs> I have a solution for it. I just forgot to send Ryan the link, but I yeah. do. I found I found a way to make this work. Anyway, so you're welcome for bringing that, it up, Ryan. More just on that. Next no, I'm cutting all of it. this. the The listeners are never going to hear about this. Voicemails <laughs> oh, are dead. More on that next week. Oh, uh, um, I did watch something this week. Thanks for asking, guys. We did. Um, so you're welcome. I went and I checked out the new <laughs> James Bond film, No Time to Die. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Not talking about it. Slated for a future episode. Yeah. Just saying. What was I your What it. were your thoughts? Were Quick. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think there's some interesting swings that they take in the parlance of Ryan. Um, I think I think everyone's got to see it. Of course. That's it. That's all I can say. It's slated for a future episode. Now let me ask you guys this: Is Daniel Craig the most fuckable Bond? I say he is. That guy's hot as shit. Oh well, that's like uh, I don't like, know. Uh, er, can we not argue that all bonds are fuckable in their own way? Yeah, I yeah, would say so. No, yeah, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. But I'm a fuckable guy. People like me. <laughs> I've had sex. You know, I'm nice. But like, if you put me next to Daniel Craig, that guy's got something going on. He's exuding something. Not everybody yeah, he, brings that to the table. He definitely has a... Okay. I would Pierce, say he Pierce has Brosnan more... doesn't bring that to the table. He's handsome. He's charming. He doesn't have a fuckability about him. I don't know, man. I watched that Mamma Mia movie and I couldn't take my eyes off him <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so, but maybe that's a combination of Brosnan plus the sweet sensual tunes of ABBA mixed together in kind of a musical theater. ABBA, ABBA really gets you Cauldron. going. Oh, constantly. Cauldron, nice. Take a chance is, on me, baby. There is something to say about the way that this James Bond's is, this James Bond's is, this James Bond's suits are cut. Compared to the other ones and the way that it's shot, like it's all high def. I definitely think, yeah, this Daniel Craig is more fuckable than Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I will said say it. that. But I don't know about a young Sean Connery. I don't think, I think it's like you're shooting that one through a bread box and you're comparing that to 1080p. Like, mm, yep. You can't really compare that, I don't think. Connery could have been more fuckable. His accent's a little bit, you know, better. I, yeah, I don't think he treated women very well. Often. Yeah, so I guess that's a question to also bring up. Do you is he the most fuckable Bond due to the fact that these were kind of a more modern take on that? Oh, that macho he's like slightly less, yeah, slightly less disgusting. Where somebody a little less rapey. Where yeah. somebody finally points out in the second movie that every woman he sleeps with dies, and you're just like, oh no, shit, we should probably stop sleeping with James Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe subconsciously, it's not something like obviously I've thought about that, but not in, <laughs> applied it directly to the fuckability. Honestly. Anyways, moving on. The slated for a future on. episode. I cracked my second hard seltzer. We're moving on. Tall boys, moving by the on. way, because I got the gym in the morning, so I don't want to. What did you move on to? This is a truly, and it is a wild berry. These berries are wild. Watch your butts. Oh, truly wild berries. And I gotta say, do you guys prefer? Watch this transition. Hold on to your butts. It's a hot day. You're outside. I'm ready. You're sweating. You're doing activities. What activities? We'll get into it. Uh, you want a cold beer? You want a seltzer? How do those stack up for you in terms of that hot day, cool drink, refreshing? Because seltzers have only been, they're sort of last couple of years business. It's um, it's definitely an order thing, right? Like, I what think I need to have, I'd like a, to start the day off with the seltzer, maybe. Like, you know. Seltzer's a breakfast hey, drink. I got you. I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> drinking right now. I'm just having a seltzer. Like, I'm not really drinking. And then you, then you get in the beers later. But I'm definitely not going with like a, I'm not going with an IPA or a NIPA. I'm going with like a Bud Light or, yeah. uh, or a lager. I'm a simple man. We've talked about it before. I like a pretty simple beer. I like a sour, sure. But I also like a simple beer. I like a Coors Light. I like a Bud Light. I'm a yeah. boring person. I um, I'll, I'll rock a sour. I'll rock a sour and then go into the Bud Lights or the now, Coors Lights. In terms of ref- refreshability, not a word. Don't worry about it. Neither is fuckability, I, but you just threw that out there 15 times. So no, fuckability is definitely a word. That one's for sure. You can okay. um, Merriam-Webster that. Um, <laughs> urban Dictionary it. <laughs> just like you should Urban Dictionary your name. Uh, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I didn't do it. The dumbest um, trend. It, it's a spoiler alert. Every guy's name is like this guy is the greatest guy of all time. Oh, it was, it was a dumb, I searched like six guys' Twitter. names. I'm like, uh, anyway. Anyway, back to the refreshability. Yeah, I find them both equally kind of refreshing. It's more about how I feel because a seltzer lower impact on the body. You know, if you're feeling a little bloaty, <laughs> or you're like you're if you're camping and you haven't taken a good dump in like two days. And you're like, I'm not sure if I want to like fire more beers in there. A seltzer's low impact, but in terms of refreshment, I'd say they're about equal for me. For me, I w- Matt, I would give, I would give a beer, I would give a beer the edge. I, so I, I think I'm on board with Tuck's kind of ordering theory, where I'd start with a seltzer, maybe move on to a sour, and then I'd be the Coors like guy with Ryan. Um, which one's more refreshing? I think it's circumstantial. If I'm outside, if I'm still in the sun, if it's a hot summer day and it's just pounding down, I probably don't even want the Coors Light. I think, I, I think I'd have a few more seltzers. The second I step into an air-conditioned pub or something like that and I can get like a nice cool Coors on tap or the equivalent, um, then I'd probably move to like the chilled glass pint of beer. But I probably wouldn't be... So you think a seltzer holds that better in hot weather? Oh, hell yeah. Because even, if it, gets, war- even if it gets slightly warm. Like, a warm beer is very gross to me. Like, ugh. I, I'm even, my number one, and even one that I'll drink not ice cold in, to keep refreshed is Corona, 100%. Or a Pacifico. Family. Or a, yeah, and plus you could do that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. so you just well, pretend you're Dom Toretto. That's why you also don't have any sleeves on your shirts and you wear a lot of white <laughs> jeans. And? And? Von Dutch, because he wears a Von Dutch shirt. In the he place. does. And the oh. first, as the, the, as the documentary oh, the one, yeah, Look at that. That's that's what they that's call a, me. That timing is a callback. Callback. Um, is there anything else? Are you a psycho that would be like outside on a beach day or like a backyard hang and be like, I'm going to mix up a nice rum and Coke? Or are you sticking with like a seltzer Cooper, beer? Cuba Libre. If you call it Cuba Libre, it's refreshing. A Cuba Libre? What, the classic cocktail scene. Why didn't you just tell me it was a rum and Coke? Oh, <laughs> No, that's uh, oh, yeah, yeah Tom Cruise cocktail. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's looking yeah. in the book. <laughs> yeah, um, I think at our advanced age that we've that we've how so, dare so maturely you? so maturely grown into, I'm trying to stay away from kind of sugary pops altogether, Correct. yeah. So, and then, and then you got to get the, the Coke Zeros or the Pepsi Maxes, and you got to have ice, and you got to do this. And I guess if we are, you know, the responsible adults at our age, we probably have all those things on hand. But I still say let's just crack a slightly warm seltzer and it does the same job. 
Once Less again, it's calories, circ- it's no sugar. I think it's circumstantial. If I'm at home, sure, I make myself a mojito or a uh, right margarita. Why not? So that's a hot day out. Let's get the Margaritaville out. Honestly, if I'm at like a like a fancy place, like an outdoor place, or like how do I think about it? like the resort, like the like, bar my, the, like my house, like my yeah. House. No, I mean like okay. bar at a hotel at the pool. It's thirty <laughs> degrees. Yeah, I love a margarita, but I don't like a sugary margarita. I like a really limey sour margarita. I don't like one that's like that cheap mix. But You're I love do- one. No pina colada, no daiquiri, no Miami Vice. I'll I'll drink one of those, but I wouldn't go for them. I wouldn't get it intentionally. I might fuck around and have one occasionally, but I find that if I have one of those, I'm like, this is sweet enough that I'm now good for the rest of the night on sweet drinks. That's why I want that margarita being sour. And those those are great drinks when somebody else is making them for you. Yeah, I'm not going to make that myself. You're You're all inclusive. apples and mixing and... Yeah, no. It's a lot of yeah. work. It's a lot of work. So that's once again circumstantial because I might go for a nice little pina colada, but I'm not mixing it up at home. Do you uh, also like getting caught in the rain, Matthew? No. What about making love after midnight? Well, see, that's where I, you I have really get on board with Now, the song. this is a real gremlin situation. Making love after midnight, it's always after midnight. Like the clock goes in a circle, so it's confusing. Uh, yeah, that's generally whenever anybody's making love to Matt Mosley, it's confusing. Hey, hey spoiler alert for the song. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert for the song. His wife answered the ad. Hey? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you'd feel about that if that situation. If you wrote a personal ad to the newspaper and then your wife responded to you cheating and you were ended up cheating with each other. That's the whole point of that song, right? I mean, you're not cheating with each other. It sounds like you should either A, go to couples therapy or B, separate. Well, but then, then they realize that they both liked pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Yeah, it's I'm about sure it communication. Only, that was the guys, only problem on. that marriage had, for sure. For sure. <laughs> now, okay. Whatever. I'd like to think they're still together. <laughs> you know what you're not going to do? You're not going to mix up a daiquiri. You're not going to put it in that fun cup, pineapple, big straw, strawberry on top, have that balanced, and then rock out to play some Beersby. You're not going to do that. You need a can drink for safety, or at least like a like a tumbler with a with a with a yeah. closed lid. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing yard activities. When we're doing beers, bee or cornhole or um, look, what you want to do toss, at your house, you keep to yourself. Washer toss, ladder. ladder what is golf. washer toss? It's like that one that it's the box. I'm for the listeners right now. I'm making. He's a, holding his hands foot. up as if he's making a box. It's a foot by a foot, foot by a foot box, and there's two. Uh, there's like a four inch PVC pipe. There's like a two inch PVC pipe, and then you throw washers there about an inch, and the, if you get them in the you go from about six feet, six, seven feet. You're trying to land them get, in the pipe, so it's like really shitty skee ball, kind of? Kind of, yeah. Like they're- Okay. No, but it's like washer toss. Then you close the box up, and that's how you carry it around. So it's an easy, accessible game. Hmm. Hmm. I like. I really like the ladder golf. I love Beersby. Beer, if I'm picking a backyard game, it's Beersby. And it's not necessarily to drink a lot of the beer. Like, yeah, sometimes I drink, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm going to not drink like the full amount. You play I just think it's jam? fun. You play Can Jam? Yeah, Can Jam's fun. Can Jam's it's less, fun. It's less fun beers than Beersby. Yeah, I also. What about you? Do you pick one of those backyard or andor drinking games? Uh, I it? think I think you got to go back to the OG full contact bocce that we used to play <laughs> back in the day. Bocce. <laughs> it was, it was, it was very yourself. simple, very simplistic <laughs> rules. But after a few pops, you you started uh, started really losing those balls. Throwing some so. bows. Yeah. Other, wow. Otherwise, you know, I'm, to be you know. <laughs> To be clear, we're, we're all for professional our listeners, level. We weren't body checking each other while playing bocce, but the mm. rules were you had to have a drink in your hand and you have to add both your balls in your hand, bocce balls. And if somebody could knock your bocce balls out of your hand by potentially hitting your actual balls, then that yeah. was you. Those were your throws. So you and if you were farthest away, you had to drink. So it's full contact, meaning you had to knock your take your ball, knock the other person's balls out of their hands. Sometimes there's body checking, but it was like rare. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> game. It was fun, yeah. I do. Uh, Bocce, Bocce's probably my favorite, I would say. I do enjoy Beersby. I enjoy a good backyard game of beer pong, but you can play that inside, so that doesn't really count. Doesn't count. Unless uh, my buddy Alex, who's recently started listening, shout out Alex. He's been tearing through the back catalog and pointing out all the Tuck's flaws. <clears throat> oh, nice. Thank um, you. Welcome, Alex. <laughs> Glad to have you as a listener. 
He says uh, your favorite bit of his is when you s- suggest a movie that you think is good, and then by the end of the description, you s- you have already said it's not that good and people shouldn't watch it. And that <laughs> definitely is a thing that you do. Well, so I cover my bases. <laughs> I sit on the fence. I'm middleman Dan most of the time. Um, anyways, anyways. Um, what about he, beer darts? He, what about beer darts? Hold on, hold on. He did big <sighs> beer pong. He got five-gallon buckets enough to do two sides and then like oh. toss them like a ball. Like a big ball. It's fun, but well, it takes fun. up a lot of space, right? You don't you got... fill the five-gallon buckets with beer, do you? No, you fill them with water. Okay, thank God. <laughs> well, I don't know. What I don't is know that crazy beer this guy is. darts? You throw beer darts? darts at a so beer put, can. That's dangerous. You put the can in between your feet. And then, it was, yeah. yeah, you put the can in between your feet and somebody's getting hit with a dart. For sure. That's why I like the game. It it's, adds an element of danger to it. Or an element of stupidity, really fine line. <laughs> but the key is, is you can't just sip the beer after if your if your beer gets hit, you got to shotgun it, right? Yeah, that's so. true because it's punctured. Same with Beersby. Matt, do you have any foreign drinking games that we're unaware of, or are oh, they yeah. basically like, the same, but just with stupid names? We're not here to fuck spiders. Um, that's that's one. Jeez, I'm trying to think. We we played a version of it was kind of similar to Cards Against Humanity the other day, but it was. Jeez, oh, what was it called? It was just some weird Australian term, how to kill a bogan or something like that, which is the Australian <laughs> term for redneck. And Jeez. so it's somebody draws a card, it has a certain set of rules on it, um, and then the people, you know, you either have to list something or rhyme something. It's almost like a mix of King's Cup and Cards Against Humanity, but I don't think that counts in the terminology that we're going for. Like a Well, because that's a like an actual game. board game that you can go to a store yeah. and buy. Um. I, I'm just gonna have to. I think, think we just more. stumbled across the fact that Matt doesn't have any friends there, and now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, because if he did have friends, he would know this. Ooh, awkward. Much exactly what happens. Like I go out once a month, and they're just like, "Oh, the poor sad Canadian." I guess we'll play this Australian card game. What are your thoughts on Spikeball? Uh, what are my thoughts it? on Spikeball? Yeah. Um, oh, that's the thing where you bounce the thing off the net. The yeah, little it's not a drinking thing. game, but I don't a, like it. It's a fun outdoor game. It seems really enjoyable. Once again, I don't have enough friends to play with me. So it gets really sad when you're just standing out there, topless in your backyard by yourself, spiking a ball, and then it goes over like, the fence. Okay, that's one. You're Steve McQueen, oh, you're Steve McQueen right. in the Great Escape, just bouncing it off the wall and back <laughs> onto the net. Exactly. Maddie Icebox Mosley. <laughs> that's Steve McQueen? That's Steve McQueen, right? Oh, All right. Yeah, the Great Escape. I'm going to yeah. go with it. Okay, so it's a hot day. You're playing not Spike Paul. Beersby, I think, was the unanimous winner. I'm picking that one. Uh, you've got your truly in hand. It's hot. You're sweaty. You want to be at a beach? You want to be at a lake? You want to be near a pool? Question. Do I have yeah. a boat at this lake? Like a like a cool, fast speedboat? Well, like a boat. It could be a pontoon boat. could be a... Cool fast speed boat, like any kind no, of. No, let's just keep it even. Boat. At this point, your only option is swimming. Uh, pool. Ooh, I'm lake. I'm a lake guy. I want is a there lake a dock if it's a, in the lake. I want a lake if it's a nice lake. This is a, unfortunately in Alberta. Ninety percent of our lakes are gross. We don't have yeah, good lakes true. here. I like a lake, but I also I I really do. I love snorkeling. So like Charlotte and I, when we go places and there's like beaches, like we try to pick places where we can go snorkeling. I really enjoy it. It's cool to hang out in the water, see the fish and stuff. But I don't really like a beach. Like it's just sandy. I don't want to. I don't want to go full Anakin here, but it's annoying and it gets everywhere, and so, I hate it. Um, Pascal's the critic. Court. Uh, we we made a song about this. I think I brought this up on the podcast, but there is a, we, we were going to make a band of just dads and we we're going to, the album, number one song on the first album was dad, dads hate the beach. Like dads hate the well, beach. Well, and yeah, I don't have kids, but presumably taking your children oh. to the beach, you have like a million oh, a fucking nightmare. things you got to take. Like you got to get, so you get sand on yourself and you can control where you put your body. But like, <laughs> like, the kids just like, like my, my. If I talk to my son Connor when he's running, he just falls. And it's like, okay, well, just, he's just going to fall and get sand everywhere. Like, do they love the beach? Will I take them to the beach? Am I good dad? Yeah, of course. But I'm just like, I don't have to enjoy this. <laughs> no, what okay, is well, you, you got you, you to get a little uh, air system in the in the Sienna so that when they come back, you just blow them oh, down with some high pressure. We don't pressure. have a Honda Odyssey. This is not a bad idea, though. We could tell Honda to make a beach attachment for their vacuum. Just boop. My bad. You got the Odyssey. I thought you had a Sienna. My bad. No, I don't have the Odyssey. 
It's mm. got a vacuum in it. So anyway. I, want to know, I want to know more about this dad band. First off, name of oh, the you're in. You're in. title yeah, of the in. first album. We don't and have. we recording? We had a, we had one song. It was just Dad's Hate the Beach. And then we were going to work into, it was kind of like a doo-wop song. Matt can play the drums. I've seen, seen Matt play drums in his old band, The Diabetes. Shout oh, out. <laughs> yeah. This that is a good. A, that, was a, that was a good one show that we played. Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> and then we returned back to our shared dorm and stole somebody's shrimp ring that they had planned for dinner the next night. I mean, if you're stealing food, chances are you stole it from me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just canned goods. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of fresh seafood. I was mostly a dry goods man. <laughs> what? Where do you go? Oh, Maddie's going lake. Ryan, you're going. Pool? I'm going a good lake or snorkeling. Those are my or like. Okay. But I honestly, I like. I'm fine with a pool, except I always, no matter what the pool, I have a mental thing where I'm like, I know this pool's gross. Like pools are gross. They yeah. just are. So. It's it's definitely I like I jumped right to pool, but I'm just gonna say it's got to be situational. Like if it is a nice lake, I'd take a lake over a pool. If there's a dock in the lake, or there's something to do, even like floaties, it's all about just what activities you can bring to the water. I think it's fun being in the water, but you need to have something to do. How do you guys feel about oceans? Not a huge ocean guy, but that's because I grew up in Alberta. That's true. Wait, when you say ocean, like what do you what do you mean? Like what do you mean? Like a, like a class, like you're not drifting out at sea by yourself. I'm talking like, like do you mean like snorkeling a off a beach or do you mean yeah. like catamaran out there? Um, I'm talking a couple of sandcastles, a couple of towels and a nice safe amount of waves with no riptide or box jellyfish. See now, like I, uh, and I think we've talked about this before in the podcast, caveats. but like one of the best vacation I've ever been on is Charlotte and I, one time, my beautiful wife, Charlotte, we went to the Maldives, which is the best way to spend all the money that you have, which it will, <laughs> that's the, if you're like, how much is that? Would I look all at your it. bank account? Whatever. All of it. It's all of it. Well, it's um, not cheap, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. No, but, uh, the place we stayed has like a little, it's an island and you could your resort is just that island and you could walk around the place in like mm, an hour give or take we'd walk around it every morning after breakfast and they have a little lagoon it's like the oceans the indian ocean but they they have a bit of a lagoon so there's not big waves it's very chill and you can just walk off the beach snorkel and literally every single fucking day we're just snorkeling with a bunch of big ass sea turtles it is it rules like how could i possibly rank anything above that but that is so that's that's not every beach. A lot of beaches you go and it's just a bunch of shitty waves and shitty sand and you get out there and you don't see jack shit and it's just like, I would prefer a nice lake over that, but the sea turtle thing is obviously number one, but that's, you know, very specific. I'm, yeah, and I think I would enjoy that beach much more than I enjoy most because I don't know how to surf. Just something I want to, I guess I'd like to learn how to do. I don't know how just to pop circle. Up. You gotta pop, yeah. you just pop up. <laughs> but it's slower. Oh, do that less. Do, no, do, do less. Do less. No, do less. Do more than that. No, more, but more than that. Yeah, pop up. What's my, what's my Hawaiian name? P-P-O-P. <laughs> Sexy. I stopped, I stopped wearing a watch when I came out here. You know, because I like, I have a cell phone. The time is on the phone. <laughs> Sexiest man alive. Congrats to Paul Rudd. Yeah, shout, shout out Paul Rudd. Shout Sexiest out to Paul Rudd. Rudd. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely situational. Like I've had that. I've never been in that setting. So my beach experience has been minimal. That's why I'm not, not discounting the beach. I'm not knocking it. So if you're a big beach person, don't come after me or do go to www.tuckandrolls.ca, interact with all our social media and tell me I'm wrong. I would highly encourage you to jump on social media and tell Tuck to shove that sand where the sun don't shine. Yeah, do it. Do it. Not on voicemail yet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just with past experience, I'd go pool and lake as one and one A. That beach with sea turtles sounds really nice. I fucking love turtles, man. Kind of does. I love you guys turtles. want to go to the Maldives together? Just like a, yeah, a, honestly, a honestly, every every time that we're planning a new vacation, <laughs> I think about going to the Maldives again, and I'm always like, is it? Am I selling myself short going back to spending a lot of money to go back to a place that I've already seen, as opposed to going somewhere new and experiencing something new? And it's an argument I have with myself all the time. I'll tell you this: I have I just throw up a kiddie pool in the backyard and just put a lawn chair right next to it, throw my feet in it. It's like I'm wherever I want to be. Right? <laughs> it's all you need. Those those stolen moments, those 15 minutes where you just close your eyes and you imagine you're somewhere else. Then it's just cold hose water dunked all over my kids. 
Hey, Dad. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> well, what do you think? We're we're cruising up on 45 minutes. Should we do top three summertime slash beach movies? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Do we have to do a snake draft? We do. Yes, we do. We've Talk, had, you're excited. We've you got three. a big smile. We've not had a snake draft in so long. <laughs> Mosley, it's your third time, so I'm going to let Ryan pick first. Where do you want to go, Ryan? I want to go third. Ray Mosley, would you like to go first or second? I'm going to go first because I got a great one for first that you guys might have taken. And then my next two are um, a little more obscure, so I don't think they're going to come off the board. So I'm going to go number one, okay. if you don't mind, Tuck, which makes you second. Yep. That, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Anytime. So I, I had a feeling a top three might come up. So I, I just because I texted him about it. And I knew this is you know this is a fantastic summer episode of Tuck and Rolls. Um, so I wanted to choose movies that all have uh, summer in the title. So um, to to pay homage to a comedic genius and the sexiest man alive, I'm going oh, to take gonna Wet take Hot American Summer. Nice. At number one Classic. for my favorite summer movie. A movie with so many funny people in it. An unbelievable yeah. amount of hilarious amount. people. So I didn't know that this movie was a parody of camp movies growing up. Like I just didn't get it. And then I watched it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I watched it with that in mind. And I was like, oh, this is way like the scene when they go into town and they like just do crystal math and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck is like they're watching children. Like they're watching children's camp. I'm like, oh, it's a joke, Doc. You're an idiot. <laughs> but, um Good pick. That's a Solid good pick. Good pick. Uh, we're gonna go with beach movies. Like that's a thing. Some beach or summer. The beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay. You're okay. big Leo fan, huh? Big Leo fan. That movie Not- is what? That's about drug smuggling. I can't remember. That's about a top secret beach. It's I like it top because secret. it does kind of. It, no, it kind of makes fun of that fact about um, how every time you're traveling, people are always like, "Oh, it's this exclusive spot, and you can't go there," and it's like untouched wilderness. It's like. Who fucking cares, man? Like, just go enjoy yourself. <laughs> but this one does that, and then it turns out, oh, it's a drug-run beach that you could die on. So that's my number one pick, The Beach. With All right, my number one pick, M. Night Shyamalan's Old. No, obviously, <laughs> obviously joking. Obviously joking. I'm going to go with a great- I don't know if you're joking. Is it obvious? I'm joking. It's bad. Don't watch it. I'm going to go with a great summertime movie, The Sandlot. Huh? Good one. Good one. It's a classic. That, that is. It holds movie. up. It's so fun to watch as an adult. Um, it has very much got the huge summer vacation vibe. You know, the kids are do- living in their own, own little world for those, you know, seven weeks or whatever. Yeah. Makes okay. me, it makes me nostalgic for summertime as a child. Give, uh, give your second pick there, Ryan. I will. That's a great pick. Sandlot is a fantastic movie. Second pick, The Way, Way Back. Nobody? No, Matt's yeah, seen it. it. Um, deep Cut, uh, written by um, Nat Faxon and uh, Jim Rash, a.k.a. Dean Pelton from Community. Academy Award winner Dean Pelton from Community. Yeah, sorry, Academy Award winner. Yeah, they, I think they won He's... the Academy Award for this, right? Or no, uh, for, for uh, uh, The Descendants? The Descendants. Yeah, So, but they wrote this too, and it's it's like that classic young teen, new town, summertime situation, and... It's it's an old story, but told in a good way, and uh, it's just really enjoyable. I really like it, and the same thing. It give it it does that good job of giving you like those like nostalgic summertime feelings, making you think of your own time in the summer when you're just like fucked around in town and like went to your buddy's house and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna piggyback off that feeling then, and I'm gonna go with um, Days and Confused. It's my second uh-huh. first because day of that, summer. Yeah, it kind of captures that that exact moment that you're talking about where it's just like we're free, right? School's out. Alice Cooper. Plus you're a huge Affleck fan. Big Affleck fan. Pre-tattoo and Affleck. Cool trickle or whatever. Cool uh Cool Hauser, the guy in Yellowstone's in that. Cool Hauser's like, in Yellowstone? I didn't know that. Is that his name? Is that his Yeah, Cool uh, Hauser, the guy from Pitch Rip. Black? What are you talking about? Yeah, Cool Hauser's Rip. Um what the fuck's Rip's last name? He's Rip in Yellowstone. Big news! We're cracking into the blueberry pomegranate Vizzy. Oh, I got into the I got into the strawberry strawberry lime 
Dos Locos. Strawberry lime. I'm still yeah. on the pineapple. Uh, what was I drinking? The Topo Locos? The Topo Chico? Topo Chico. Topo Chico. All right, Mosley, what's your second and third pick? All right, second and third, I'll go with a, a classic summer film that I'm sure many know about, but not that many know about. A, a friend of ours, El Fuego, had the poster on his wall in first year university, and it was it's a surfing documentary called Endless Summer by, oh, yeah. a, by a pro surfer called Bruce Brown who followed two surfers, Michael Hinson and Robert August, around the world, and they kind of chased the summer season all the way from California to Hawaii to Australia to South Africa, and it's kind of this this kind of sardonic, satirical summer odyssey about finding the perfect wave when you're young and you have a chance, and is this a sustainable lifestyle, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you haven't seen it and you're missing summer or in the middle of summer and you really want some summer, check it out because it's fantastic. Because wasn't this, didn't Modest Mouse do all the music for this or something? No, 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 no. It was a, no, it was it was a band called The Surfs or The Sands who did oh. it. It was, it was from 1966. So Modest Mouse was still a twinkle in their, nope. in their musical it, father's eyes, but very kind of like plucky, surf rocky kind of stuff from, from that era. Yeah, that this was the, drives this the movie the along. That had. I know this poster. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then moving on from that, I think I might have actually been, this might have been a crispy gem on one of my episodes as well, but it's a movie called Hot Summer Nights. It's an A24 film, and it stars a very unknown but up-and-coming Timothy Chalamet. Ooh, um, Timmy Chalamet. As, as this kind of throwback. So hot right now. Oh, he's yeah, he's been in a few films recently. Couple, couple um, of numbers. It's uh, it's kind of one of the first summer films I've seen or throwback films I've seen where it's the early '90s as opposed to the the '80s mm. when they're kind of like thinking back on their their summers as children. It's because I think filmmakers have come up past this point now, and the people who are in control of their own stories are now the people who probably grew up and came of age in the 90s, as opposed to the 70s, like Days Confused, or everything you've seen coming through the 80s. Um, and it's this kind of interesting, you know, beach town yarn that turns into a really taut drug thriller, thriller near the end. Ooh, um, and Chalamet's, yeah, Chalamet's pretty... Fantastic yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I like dunking on Chalamet. He's a good actor. Like, he's got, he's doing it right. He's killing it. He's picking good roles. He's doing good jobs. Like, I, I don't know if he's a weirdo or a, I don't know if he's going to go full LaBeouf. Like, I don't know, but uh, I like him. No, no hate. That sounds good. What's it called? Hot Summer Nights? Hot Summer Nights. I'll put it on my to do list. Check it out. Is it my turn? I got to do my last one? Nope. No, it comes back through Tuck. Jesus, once I don't again, know. Snake draft, one, Ryan. Snake one, draft, one snake Fuck my life. Like, one snake draft in like seven episodes. And you <laughs> okay. I got my third. Um, I'm going to pick Footloose because obviously I love it. Wait, Footloose? Yeah, it's a now summer you, movie. Now you're thinking of... Are you uh, thinking Dirty Dancing? Or is it? Like it's Dirty like, Dancing is clearly a summertime movie. Footloose? I don't know. Is that a school movie? It's a school movie. All right, I'll take Dirty Dancing then. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Give I me mean, one of the dancing ones in the summer. That's fine. I'm giving. I'm taking. Look, you put me in a corner, and nobody put baby in a corner, so I'm taking fucking Dirty Dancing. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I'm I'm positive that Footloose isn't specifically summertime, but whatever. The listeners can um tw- no, tweet I'm going at with us. Dirty Dancing. I'm changing it. Okay, changing it. I, I mean did, that one is specifically summertime. Second, They're at a summer. So it's not a summer camp because adults don't go to a summer camp, but a summer resort. It's a resort, yeah. It's a yeah. rich people resort where they eat a lot of club house sandwiches. So <laughs> true. I, would know, yeah. I would know about that. Somewhere in the Catskills. Um, the uh, other pick I was going to go with. No, 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 no. I'm going to do it. <laughs> no. I'm going to do it because you you're can't, not going to pick I, it. We haven't finished yet. You can't throw out your bonus before we finish. <sighs> Make your bonus a crispy. <laughs> finish finish already, right? <laughs> Am I the, it's my last one? Yeah. Okay, well, what I'm going to go with is a movie called The Kings of Summer. Yeah, see, oh. this wasn't my bonus. Have you yeah, guys seen this ahead. one? No. Okay, um, it is, again, the classic just young friends fucking around summertime movie. Uh, directed, though, by Jordan Voigt Roberts, who um, you'll know from as the director of Kong Skull Island, which fucking whips ass. And 
the director of the uh, yet to be released in in production coming Gundam soon movie. Gundam movie. Let's fucking Gundam. go live action Gundam. Did you watch that like as a cartoon Gundam? No, but I'm like it sounds like it's gonna be cool. And I loved Kong Skull Island, so like I'm into it. We got a couple listeners. Like we got a couple listeners that I know um, build Gundam models and paint them, and also don't have sex a lot apparently. <laughs> got them. <laughs> well, they're. He, that listener is more fuckable than you, so like whatever. Wow, hurtful. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, the um I, I'm excited because I'm pretty sure there's gonna be giant robots fighting shit, which is like Absolutely. Is right up my alley. <laughs> yes. But yeah, you should watch Kings of Summer. It's very good. It's on the list. Um, Just added it. My bonus episode. My bonus pick, which <laughs> I didn't pick because it's problematic, was American Pie Two. Which like that's a summer movie. All those I American Pie movies kind of meld together for me. Which was the specific it's the one where they rent the house and Jim gets his hand stuck to his dick because he thinks it's crazy you lose lube. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so, so that when you know that old bit, well, yeah, classic. We've all done it at least. Eugene once Levy's or twice. so good in that, and like the Eugene scene Levy's when pretty good when he's like, "Look, your dick's gonna be fine," and so he goes, slaps him on the knee, and goes. See, it's going to be fine. Good news day, son. Everything I saw in all those American Pie movies, I was like, this is all crazy. And I don't, none of this jives with me at all. The one thing that really related to me is I'm pretty sure there's a character in those movies that doesn't shit at school and goes home specifically to shit. And I'm like, that I get. I get this. (laughs) Full disclosure, I did have that film on DVD. And apparently if you just keep pausing and rewinding certain scenes in a film, maybe ones involving topless ladies and and hired student painters, uh, eventually it'll like start skipping and like burning a hole in the CD at that one particular spot. Wow. Um, so just, uh, yeah, you know, just, just any, any advice for the younger viewers out there, if they ever get their hands on DVDs, just, just play it through once. And no, they have, have the that internet. They don't, and they don't need this. <laughs> they just have a GIF on loop. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, these kids kids today don't know how lucky they have it. All right, I mean, a good YouTube forcing albums on their phone. A good hot weather summertime um, top three. We got to do one more thing here. I've got this candy bar. It is a Cadbury holding it up to the screen for nobody but these two idiots. It's Cadbury Cherry Ripe. Uh, Oh, what? I just want to quickly before you jump into this, I want to shout out the drink that I'm having because I opened up another seltzer. It is an Aloe Monday Pink Lemonade by Fitzsimmons, which is a local brewery in Airdrie. Man, you just said so many words that didn't make any sense to me, but it is a seltzer by a local brewery? Yeah, so Fitzsimmons Brewing in Airdrie. They make Allo Monday hard seltzer. Like, Allo Monday. Allo Monday. Uh, okay, that Hello. makes more sense. I thought Allo, like Aloe Vera. And I was like, what the no. fuck are we talking See, about? Spelled Allo Monday. Okay, that's fine. And it's that's Pink, pink Lemonade? lemonade? I like Pink Lemonade. This let's, one's won an let's award. Let's do a sip test. Tell me how this is. This one's won an award. It's fabulous. He's drinking it. He looks Still happy. Still fabulous. Yeah, Still there fabulous. you go. Okay, so I've got here a cherry ripe. Thank you, Ryan. This is a weird candy bar from Australia that a coworker of my beautiful wife, she brought in some snacks and she gave some to Charlotte and Charlotte gave this to me and she said you should eat this because Matt might know what it is. Here we go. It's really red inside and hmm. I it said cherry ripe. I expected cherry and chocolate. It's actually kind of coconutty. It's kind of like a ruffle. You know, ruffles? The like little the chip? coconut no the the little chocolate covered coconut soft cookie yeah. thing, like a bounty bar, like a bounty, but a ruffles te- is like texture of a bounty almost. I got what you mean. Yeah, but with like a little cherry tinge, it's good. I like it. Is it cracking your top five? You get one of those at Halloween. You no, break fuck it in. no, fuck this. All right. Yeah, well, foreign top five. What, no, um, not in my Canada. You forgot to mention your wife's official title of snack expert. Well, snack sure aficionado. Forgive that. Uh, all right. Well, if that's you it. We're done. It, yeah, all right, Matt. Um, happy first day of summer in Australia. We know it's nice there. It sucks here. It's fucking winter. But first day of summer gentlemen. in Australia, so I hope it's fun. Today we had fun with you enjoying degrees. all these summertime things. 25 degrees. Eat my Friday, whole butt. Friday will be 31. <laughs> Saturday will be 33. Fuck yourself. Sunday Come on. will be 34. Summer has begun. I've heard that um, Canadian tank tops are even too hot for Australian summer. Like, yeah, what does that mean? This, they need to so make the them mat- out of a specific material. Well, the material that they that we make Canadian tank tops out of is just regular old cotton. But like in Australia, they're still too hot. Yeah, can't wear them. With, yeah, with an bananas. athletic material. Um, thank you for letting us transport ourselves to Australia with you and enjoy this summertime episode. It was plus 14 today in Calgary. It's also um, Mother Lori's 
Pod Mother Lori's birthday today, so was shout it, out to her. Yeah, shout out Lori. Was it seriously plus fourteen in Calgary? Because yeah, that's fucked awesome. up. It's the end it's, of no. It's almost December. Climate change is 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 a fucking thing. Jesus, I think this is Canada is getting fucking hammered by climate disasters right now. Pretty sure this is a Chinook. I think I don't know. Anyway, Edmonton. Are you what? What is it there? Plus, it's like 13? one degree. Yeah, it's also yeah. unnaturally warm. It's fucking weird. Yeah, because winter in Edmonton sucks. You're goddamn um, right. It does. Yeah, it's just like, it, it's like, oh, because I went from Calgary to Edmonton for school and you got those nice Chinooks in Calgary, just break up that winter. Edmonton's like- We have a Chinook oh, too, except it's um, cold wind and cold. <laughs> yeah. it's Oh, it's November? Ah, it's going to be cold till May. What? Yes. Yep, that's how it works here. This is winter. We have a um, rule in my house that we go to the gym at, we, we, we like early morning gym. I got the gym tomorrow morning, 5.30, March theory, shout out, they know. Shout out you. Shout out a real one, but um, if it's if the forecast says it's going to be minus thirty or below, we cancel the gym because our garage door freezes shut. Like open or closed? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we'll, shut. I think we should just shut. leave it at that. I think He's that's the end, right? Yeah, there. wrap it up, Tuck. We're done. <laughs> okay. Thank Thanks you. for having me, gentlemen. Thanks for helping Anytime. me bring in the first day of summer down here in Australia. We'll get you guys down here. We'll show you an Australian lake, an Australian ocean. Hey, and an Australian Charlotte and I pool. were planning an Australia trick before this fucking pandemic hit, so yeah, it's going to come back around eventually. It's happening. We'll end up in Perth. That's where you're yeah. at, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's the one. It's the, <laughs> the it. Calgary Edmonton of the Southern Hemisphere. Thank you very much again, Mosley, for – you're like midday right now, so you're recording in work hours, so thank you. Um, anytime guys if you uh, once again go to www.tuckandrolls.ca check out our socials and we're working on voicemail um, shout out to Kayla for all the good work she's doing on social media killing it I think that's it love you guys bye bye